What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I'm one of your hosts, uh, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined by the great one himself. Baylor's in the building. What's going on, Baylor? What up, what up, what up? <laughs> it's just us for right now. Mary and Marquis will be joining us shortly, but we got a lot of things planned for you guys this week. Welcome to The Breaks Radio. Uh, first up, Young Thug, his lyrics will officially be used against him as evidence in court. They're specifically going to be focusing around uh, a few tracks here. It looks like it's Anybody, Take It to Trial, Ski, and Salty? Slatty? Slatty? I don't know what the he, fuck these niggas' names are. He, he has a track called Take It to Trial. Yeah, Take It to Trial. So that's literally what they're doing. They're taking the track to trial. What's going on, Mary? Miss Mary Almonte's in the building. What's going on? Oh, no. Uh-oh. I don't hear you guys well. Mm, mm, mm. Let me leave. I'll come back back. <laughs> All right, Mary. Uh, but yeah, he had a, 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 a track called Take It to Trial. Predictive yeah. program in there. I heard it was over the several several tracks that they're going to use. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know what? This is probably the best thing that could happen to him in a, in a terrible situation. Because those tracks that was released, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to go back and listen to those tracks now. This is true. This is true. So that's the only thing I can think of. So, I mean, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago in which uh, I think it was the city of New York had they, they made it more restrictive of using artist lyrics against them. Unfortunately, they are not in New York. I, I bet you they mm-hmm. wish they were right now. Um, but this, you know, as we talked about on, on that on that topic, it's it's. Listen, it's unfortunate that people's music, which is art, can be used against them because it's not always representative of the truth. But still, with that even being said, the fact that Young Thug's lyrics is being used against him and they're taking tracks. And one of the tracks is literally titled Take It to Trial and they're using it in trials. Fucking bananas. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, I would naturally say, you know, I would would be on the artist's side. Mm hmm. But I do got to look at it from the other standpoint, too, because if these lyrics I, I, and I agree that your art shouldn't be, you know, shouldn't be, um, I would say, judged. No pun, but <laughs> it shouldn't be judged. Oh, Baylor froze out there into someone in your family. I, I, I think I, I think you good with that. OK. All right. Fair enough. We got Marquis and Mary that both join. You guys can hear us. OK. Yeah, I can. All right, perfect, perfect, perfect. So we're still on the first topic, just talking about Young Thug's lyrics being used against him uh, in court. Uh, where do you guys stand with that? We talked a little bit. Of, we had, a, like I said, we had a topic a couple of weeks ago in which New York has made it really restrictive on using artists' lyrics against them. Unfortunately, they're not in New York for this trial. Uh, so, Marquis, I'll come to you first on it. What do you? How do you feel about an artist's lyrics being used against them in court? Well, first off, shout out to the fact that you say what you do. How about that? <laughs> I don't know if we can shout that out in this case, but uh, I feel I feel what you say. In this case, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you did that shit. You say that shit. You did that shit. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, I feel bad for that nigga. <laughs> like, damn. He should have been in New York, bro. <laughs> All right, Mary, what about you? How do you feel about an artist's lyrics being used against him in court? Right. So what I was going to say was that I think... I'm not sure which case led to this, but I know that New York just did pass, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that law stating that lyrics can't be used against you. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I feel like (laughs) it's what? No, that froze for a bit. 
Yeah. Oh no. Get on my end. And my phone. Get on my end. Yeah, you didn't freeze on my end. Yeah, you freeze on my end. Okay, all that. <laughs> Go ahead, Barry. Uh, keep cooking. No, I was gonna say, yeah, I think I think that we need to make that a universal law. Um, I mean, look at just over the years how many people have did time for some shit that they probably just were saying <laughs> to sound cool in a song. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, they've been denied bail. It's a RICO uh, case. By the time they they have enough to even bring down a RICO indictment, it's all but written. Like, I, 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 so, you know, whether they're using lyrics or not, at this point, they probably have enough to to convict. So, I guess we'll see. We'll see. If Elon Musk came out with an album talking about shorting the stock and how much manipulation he did, would feds catch up to him? I, I bet you he'd be. I bet you'd be investigated at least. I guarantee you they would at least investigate it, whether they do it publicly. Dude, if or not. that was the case, they would investigate him for Doge. The shit he did this with Doge true. was ridiculous, right? He didn't, get, he didn't get investigated. He pumped, dumped, and then blew y'all the fuck out of here. They ain't doing that shit to them. They're doing that shit to us. You see the manipulation going down? Come on, bro. <laughs> bet you get caught with the Rico. The Rico. Uh, moving Puerto on. Rico. More positive news. Lupe Fiasco is teaching. At MIT, it hasn't officially started yet. Lupe is your guy, uh, Marquis. So I'm coming to you first on this one. How do you feel about Marquis? I mean, not Marquis, Lupe, which you could you could definitely teach hip hop at MIT. But how do you feel about Lupe teaching uh, hip hop at MIT? So I got to be honest with you. Um, this goes in a long line of rappers with careers that actually matter. I, I remember Tracy Lee is an actual attorney. I don't know if y'all remember him. The genius is a physics professor. But Lupe, like, think about that. Teaching at MIT, that says a lot. The dude is smart as fuck. Mm-hmm. I actually watched a, um, a, a recent Dream Champs with Nas, and they asked Nas who's, like, the closest person lyrically or, you know, as far as storytelling or whatever that to him. He said Lupe. Mm-hmm. He said, if you actually took my, my you know, you dissect me, basically, you would get Lupe. And it says a lot, even though, you know, he kind of disparaged Tribe Called Quest by not recognizing that, you know, it was backpack <laughs> rap, but... Lyrically, like he's one of the greatest lyricists of all time. He's boring as fuck, long songs. But if you dissect his shit, the dude is amazing. So I kudos to him. I'm glad we're doing some great shit though. Hip hop museum coming out soon. Like you know, we teaching at MIT. You want to use somebody lyrics against them? Use that shit. Dissect that shit. Let's see if the motherfucking feds are dissecting that shit. They won't get, probably, probably knocked out. Yeah, it'll probably take them a while to understand that. Shout out to the Sosa Guild of Lyricists, which Lupe is a is a member of, because they always do some dope shit. Um, but Mary, how do you feel about Lupe teaching at MIT? I think it's dope. I think we need more um, rappers turned professors. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. What about you, Baylor? I think I think that shows like the richness of the culture. So where like I go That's all the way back to, I think it goes all the way back to the beginning of hip hop to where we are now, instead of the stuff that, that that's promoted nowadays, you look on the flip side because for a while, for a while, they've, I mean, we just finished talking about young thug. They want to use his lyrics against him, but they, they never highlight the artists like Lupe or the, or the K dots or the J Cole's. You know what I mean? I, you can even throw in, throw Drake in there with, with certain tracks and things like that. Um, that needs to be highlighted. And we're talking about cats that don't need a degree mm. to teach something that's teaching the world. Like the hip hop mm. culture 
teaches the world and who and I, and I'm not a Lupe fan. I got probably a handful of tracks in my library, but I know how serious he is. I know how dangerous he is. You know what I mean? So that's dope. Hey, shout out to the culture. I know the whole the culture one is is turned into a cliche, but that's definitely a, a win for the culture to have somebody of of Lupe's stature with being a, a lyricist teaching at MIT, teaching rap at MIT. Rap is being taught at MIT. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. when Kendrick's when when Kendrick's teaching at NYU. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, shout out to the culture. Uh, next up, Migos. Uh, apparently they've split off now to Uncle and Few, which is a dumbass name. Uh, I've never seen so many people worried about who unfollowed who the day that this happened. But I'm going to ask you guys this: Was this all the publicity stuff? What do you guys think on? It? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I don't know why they're beefing, but I do think they're beefing. That's yeah. Crazy. It's crazy, yeah. but. I don't care. That Kendrick album though was crazy. Listen, man. I, this is what like, I was just I really like when people were talking Kendrick about this. I was like, was you, you know, I, and we were. I struggled. I completely eliminated the mu- new music section for this week because there's just not a lot of new mu- new music out there. And I know they dropped this song, and I refuse to put. I'm not reviewing uh, no Migos nothing. I'm not doing it. I don't give a damn. I haven't listened to the song. I haven't watched the video. I don't care. I don't give a well, shit. I'm gonna say something. I can't do that anymore. I think um, if we're going to represent the culture and we're going to bridge that gap, we kind of have to review it, give a, a perspective on it that says, you know, even if it isn't for us, we still we're, we're, we're not going to bring somebody on who's 20, 25. That's going to, you know, try to t- try to bridge the gap for us. So we kind of have to do it for them. Um, I didn't hear the song. I will take a listen. I already know I'm not going to like it, but it's because it's not for me. But I do think we owe it to the culture. If we're going to do it, we do have to take time to review things like that. Okay. Look at this, Mark. He is the voice. I know, I know. He says know, that until until, until we're reviewing it, and he does that thing where he just looks and be like. <laughs> I re- but I give an honest opinion about everything I review. You do when you actually yeah. review. Don't act like there's never been a time where you've been like, "Hey, this wine's fire," and then review the song. Come on, fam. We know you. I We're need family. To be, I, need to have some wine to re- I need to have some wine first. <laughs> hey, you know, shit. I'll, I'll listen. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the time to listen to it. Um, publicity stunt. I don't know. Um, they don't. They don't need it though. Like it's Migos. Yeah. They really don't need it. This no. Is yes, true. they do. Yes, they do need it. Do you know why? Because fame is a drug, and you mm. gotta stay. You gotta stay in the headline. Hey. As, it doesn't matter how, bro. It's a lot of people that still think that the Will Smith and and what Chris Rock thing is fake, and I can understand why. I, people love they love attention. I mean, and they right said now, it in the, the song. Past, you do anything for clout? Uh, the past couple of weeks has been owned by K Dot alone, as far as music wise. So to yeah. me, to, to to me, everything is a rollout. As, as and, and it, it could be fake and or it could be real. The point is we don't care. But I believe I believe both can be true. Here's here's my problem with that though. I'm also seeing a lot of you know he, he only sold two ninety four and people clown, like clowning him because of that. Like what yeah, the gotta, what the fuck is wrong with the culture? Like no we, no, we don't have to worry about that no more, bro. We it's already seen. Do we not? No. no, we don't. We, we don't have to worry about that. No. We don't have to worry about all that. Right. All I'm saying I, is, I, we're I, handing this off 
I honestly don't care. I honestly don't care about who's selling what, just as long as it sounds good. Because I realized when I heard somebody say, I can't, he don't have any bops on this record. You know what I'm saying? But they fuck with Lil Baby and Future. That's all I needed to know, bro. That's all I needed to know for See, but the, the difference is five years from now, what we appreciate, if they're curating our, our soundtrack, our music, and that's what's going to be, you know, handed down to the generation after that. That's all we're going to hear. But no, you but see look, what I'm saying? Let, that's why no, I care let, about that. But but let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you how, and I I don't want to use the word dumb, but it, it, it's fitting. They will use the samples of their original tracks from the '90s and not know about it. Agreed. So yeah. when they when they start talking like they don't know no better, and I guess this stuff is, and this stuff is not going to last. It's like it's like it's like fast food. Eventually, you gonna have to stop eating some of that and start eating some some house food. Eventually, but not when you keep serving you these fat. side platters. Man, that's when true. You keep, you, you're getting tap ass. That's true. But those are not those are not the cats that I'm picking up to to play ball with me. I'm looking right past that. that. But the, but niggas is getting older. The, the younger generation is more of those little motherfucking side plates. All right, so so Marquise, let them have it, bro. <laughs> let them have it. I know, but I 100 agree with you. All I'm saying is. What I love, the music that I appreciate is few, far in between. When's the last time we had an album like this? We had Nas, we had, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's few, far in between albums that are appreciated this way. Then we get a Jack Harlow, where we know he has a skill, but he chose to go down the path of whatever because he wants but to I, see But I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just happy, I'm just happy and glad that you are smart enough to know what they're doing with Jack Harlow. I get that, but 10 and years then, from now, then, I won't matter. I'm not their audience. No, it don't. But what you know what does matter is when you go ten years from now, when you still listening to KD one and two, that matters, and that matters to the artists that we really care about. It it, it does, but what's playing on the radio, what's selling, and what's you know what I'm saying? That's my but only this, concern. This, but this, but is some the of thing. these cats won't get it though. Is some that, of these cats won't get it until they get until they get <laughs> to that. They might it might take them another ten, I, fifteen years. That's what I was gonna say. It's like when we when we reviewed it, we said that. If you haven't been through shit, you're not going to understand this album. But this is an album that as people grow and go through some shit, if they go back, it's going to be one of those gems that people find l- later in life. Like the 22, 23-year-olds right now that ain't really been through nothing, let them check out that album when they're 29, 30, 31. I okay. guarantee you it hits, it hits different. Okay. Mark, Marquise, you, you, listen, you listen to R&B soul from, from the 70s, don't you? Yeah, I do. But let me let me let me let me point this out to you. How many of y'all heard Criminal Minded? What you mean? The how many how many of y'all listen to actual Criminal Minded? Boogie Down Productions Criminal Minded. I think we all okay. have, we all have, but Okay. Here, here's what I'm saying. That album was the first true gangster philosophy album ever. Hybrid album, right? Mm-hmm. But no one appreciates that because it's now so far gone. My concern is we appreciate it. That we appreciate it. Now we're getting all this where lyrics don't even matter anymore. I watched the interview with Pusha T. He even said it. Lyrics don't matter anymore. Lyricism is gone. It's few, far in between. Back when we were there, 90s, 2000, you had to come with your shit. Jada came with his shit. Fab, yo, Fab, Jada, the rest of them, you had to come with your shit. Now, you don't have to come with shit. You can say whatever the fuck you wanted. It's fun trap now. My point is, lyricism is gone. There's not a lot to dissect in music no more. Everything That's is true. pretty much a TikTok TikTok, you know, quick three second, 30 second, whatever, digestible. Now you're on to the next. Mm. That's my concern. This Kendrick album is a masterpiece, but only we appreciate that. The generation below us that's carrying, supposed to carry on the tradition, 
they don't appreciate this. That's my concern. So imagine a generation after that. We can take partial blame for that, though, too. Because as much as we sit up there and complain about them, it's not like it, it, they're different. Because nobody, I mean, I have my, I have my older, my older brother and my older cousin to put me up on Wu Tang and Red Man and and etc. When I was younger, you know what I mean. It, Cash will sit up there and laugh at me when I say one of my favorite albums is Dog Food. But homie, that's homie Baylor. Here's the thing: the OGs ain't checking for them, checking them more. Remember? That's but that's that's my point. We the OGs now. Yeah, I know. But so I I just finished telling my son. I said I want to do a thing where you give me an album to listen to, and I have to give you an album to listen to. You got to listen to it all the way through. Mm-hmm. And so okay. we and so we swapped. Now it was just it was just that's by it was just that's by dope. coincidence that he was like, all right, you listen to the future album, and then I'll listen to the K dot fair. You know what I mean? And we'll do that's that. Yeah. And I'll take a track off the future album, the gap. and you tell me what track you'll take off the of K dots. But everybody's not doing that, and that's not going to last for long. You got to let them have their time. I, I was, obviously, it's not completely up to us. It's, it's up to the old heads in the hip-hop game. You know what I'm saying? I think bars will always be there. It might just, it's going to be overpowered by the production and the mumble rap. But we got to see where hip-hop is going to go within the next five, ten years. We just don't know. Okay. And I think that's a whole, I think, I think what you just said is true. But that's a whole totally different discussion when we talk about social media as well. Because mm-hmm. social media is influencing these artists to make social media music. Okay. Shout out to my man who said um, Kendrick, um, Kendrick is dope. Yeah, that's Somebody made a comment in there. That's one of my little lokes. But uh, Mary, you've been quite yeah. quiet over there for a little while. I mean, I don't really have anything more to add. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Me, Baylor, and Marquis get, get, get us on tangents. But that was a great conversation. I mean, I get what both where both you guys are coming from. I mean, it really just comes to you can't you can't force feed anybody anything. They're gonna get it at some point. That album's the album's gonna stand the test of time. That is art. It's always gonna be there. So mm. after all these listens, how many uh, will you guys rank it? Oh, listen, bro. I'm probably on like my my eighth listen of that album. All yeah, the way through, I, to I, be honest I, with I, you, I, I I'm not gonna do you any disservice, Marquise, because. I, I respect you a lot. I I have to listen to all the albums back to back. Yo, I made a Nas and Kendrick playlist. Oh my god! Hey, and you I didn't share it? it. The fact that you just had it. the nerve to say it. that and you ain't share it with us. Hey man, know, I listen. It, I thought we was family, <laughs> Baylor. At this point now, we you may not be able to come to the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, look. This is how much I love y'all. If they hit me with the Rico, everybody coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. All right, y'all. Um, no new music to review today on the list, so we're going right into Black People Like Rock 2. Marquis, you got anything for us today? You're motherfucking right, so why not? So, all right, um, I didn't get uh, to get to put, uh, put together a lot of topics, but I will ask y'all some bands um, versus the other band, which one you choose, and give me a reason why. Nothing major, just something real simple. Ready? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right. The Beatles versus Pink Floyd. The Beatles. Pink Floyd. Beatles. Reason why? Because the, they're the Beatles. They're the fucking, yeah, they're the fucking Beatles, bro. <laughs> right. I have two Pink Floyd shirts, and I like their logo. Okay. Yeah, I do have an so, amazing logo. I'm, I'm going to say this. You do know that the Pink, Pink Floyd is the uh, alternate version of the Beatles. Yeah. Like the dark version of the Beatles. They're okay. alternate. They're not the Beatles, though. But... Okay, just okay. I'll leave that there. Um, Black Sabbath versus Led Zeppelin. Black Sabbath all day, every day. 
And just a little backstory to that where you guys are thinking. I say Black Sabbath because Black Sabbath was the first time outside of Jimi Hendrix that I actually, as a kid, was able to say, hey, I fucking love rock music. Mm. And that's where they get my vote because of what Hayes said. So. <laughs> well, I'm just going to go Led Zeppelin just to be controversial then. Okay. <laughs> I don't really have a dog in that fight. Soundgarden versus Alice in Chains? Alice in Chains just because I'm more familiar. Yeah, I think I'll go that too. And Rolling Stones versus Metallica. Ooh. Oh, man. Bro, I don't think I could pick. I really don't think I could do it. I'm going the Stones. Oh, I'm going. I, me too. Me too. Just off of Target alone. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm going Metallica. Okay. All right. I'm going to recap real quick for y'all. Okay. So Beetle versus Pink Stone. I'm going to call that a draw. The only reason is the Beatles... <laughs> Again, was a lighthearted version. There was a lot of drug use there, and it was camouflaged by a lot of a lot of beautiful music. Pink Floyd was a straight up trip, so I, that's why it was even to me. When it came to Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin, I'm gonna go with Ze- Led Zeppelin because their 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 groove, their melodies, their harmonies, and everything were a lot more eccentric, and they created bands like Tool for me. Um, when it comes to Soundgarden and Alice in Chains, I'll go Alice. Only because they're the only band to actually downtone their guitars to create a whole new sound for themselves. Rolling Stones and Metallica. I want to say Metallica because, like, Enter the Sandman, but Rolling Stones just created a whole new genre of everybody. And Keith Rich is still alive. Like, how the mother, how this motherfucker did every drug known to man still alive? So, a matter of fact, real quick, Johnny Depp, God rest his soul, um, created his characters all from right, Keith yeah. Richards. I know, right? <laughs> he created um, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Jack Sparrow came from Keith Richards, and I forgot another person. He tied those two people in together and made Jack Sparrow. So well, that's it for me. In the beginning of your summer, you put two rock bands together, and uh, Pink. So Pink Stones. That's a Pink that's Stones. a cold, that's a cold that's name. A dope name, right? Pink that's Stones. I'm down with it. I said, "Who the hell is Pink Stones?" Yeah, Pink Stones. Let's do it. Pink Floyd Beatles. Pink Stones. I'm good with it. Mm. All right. Well, they did a lot of stones. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> they did a lot, they did a lot of rock too. A lot of them. All right. Makes your grandmother. <laughs> Moving on. Atlanta. We have. I look back at their lyrics. Can them motherfuckers be looked at for looking at their lyrics? Because I mean, no. Again, there's a lot of drug again, use, and I'm guaranteed again, somebody died from that shit. Again, right, they are from on. the mountains of Caucasus. They don't give a damn what their oh, lyrics are talking about. Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> very good, yeah. sir. Very good. <laughs> Atlanta. We haven't talked about this in a while. We actually skipped it last week because Mary wasn't on. Since then, the fin- the the season finale uh, dropped, which was mind boggling. Um, that was the season finale. Yeah, that was the season finale. Now we're in a break until the next season, which is only in a couple of months. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah. What do you guys think overall about this season of Atlanta? If you guys want to talk about the last couple episodes specifically or talk about the season as a whole, we can open it up. It doesn't matter. We'll go to Mary first. That's our resident TV and film expert. Go ahead, Mary. Oh, I didn't know I was that, but mm-hmm. thank you. Um, all right, wait. First, we got to go to the episode before last where uh, Kevin Samuels, God rest his soul, played a... <clears throat> you know, wealthy, well-to-do alumnus of a, you know, racist, basically, high school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he decided to award every senior a full scholarship to college 
who is black. And basically, it really did make you question how blackness is defined. Um, The main character of the episode happens to be biracial. Uh, It appears that he's white passing. I mean, the episode was in black and white, so it was kind of hard to tell complexions. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically, everyone who was of questionable black (laughs) identification had to pass a black test in front of the black delegation. Um, I'm sorry, that scene had me fucking crying. Like, yes, me too. They asked him to spell LaQuisha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't I can spell that. I can spell that. Yeah. The thing is, 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 there any, is there any wrong way to spell LaQuisha? Because I can I think of like five way, different ways to go off the top of my head right now. Correct answer, That's sir. Correct answer. Like, <laughs> and then what do you mix Henny with? <laughs> That's funny, man. Right. Word. And then they had him doing all kinds of dances. I think I saw the electric slide. And <laughs> um, so I don't know. It made me actually question if me and Hayes, <laughs> yes, you ain't getting out of that, Hayes, would have been had to do that. <laughs> I would have passed. That's it. I just would have told my I dad to passed. just. Yeah. <laughs> and. Watch us both not have passed, and we're both like, well, yeah, the, I, I wouldn't have even been asked to do the test. Stop. You, that's on the other hand, Mary, would have definitely had to do the test. That's not fair. Baylor, you yeah, understand, they, right? They would have got in. They would have got in. <laughs> Y'all got in. I mean, you're, you're on a hip hop show. Like, come on. Y'all got in. Uh, they would have got in. Well, right. So, okay, though. So, was he not black because all his friends were white? I think it was how he carried himself. Yeah, I think so. I think, like, even yeah. when you see early on, he was almost embarrassed of his black side. Then he wanted to embrace exactly. it once, it, once yeah. the money was there. Right. And he yep. called dudes monkeys. That like, is come true on, bro. You would call on, your yeah. brothers monkeys on a gaming. Like, you basically already separated yourself from, like, come on, man. Nah. Well, you know what really killed me? What really killed me was in the end when it, the Nigerian boy showed up to torch the school with him and they didn't say let him in either. And then he, the main character, had the nerve to tell the Nigerian boy, like, well, you're not really black because you have a whole culture to tap into. But that's true. Which it's is crazy because some it's people true. from other countries feel that way, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, part of blackness is not is having had your identity robbed from you. So OTA. Which sucks. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot there. It was, I mean, Donald Glover's a fucking genius. And and that to me was one. I mean, every one of these one-off episodes has been thought-provoking, but that one kind of hit home for me. Um, so yeah. And then we skip to the last episode, which I guess is the would it be considered the season finale, even though September is really a continuation of this season. Well, no, they're two different seasons. The next okay. one is season four. This was technically season three. So, okay, you think they're going back to, to Atlanta or at least? Yeah. Back to they oh, they have to finish they it in Atlanta. Have they have, yeah. yeah, they have to finish it. But we'll get there, right? Yeah. Like, so basically, how this season closed out, it did kind of make it make sense. It did kind of do that a little bit. Um, I mean, basically, it, it also starts off strangely with this group of girlfriends kind of visiting Paris, um, talking about weird stuff they do with dudes. And, and the, yeah. I'm going to piss on you. I can on you. Sorry. And then they run into Van, and she is completely different with this whole other accent. And 
um, is just basically pretending to be this other person and has like a whole nother man's out there. Um, and she's planning to marry this dude. And like, what about her daughter? So I don't know. She takes these chicks on a whole other, a whole escapade, which is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. They had a, they she had a beat somebody day. with a hard baguette. Like, come on, yes. man. Come on. And I, I do want to mention something else. I know we all give a lot of credit to Donald Glover on writing the show, but we also need to shout out Stephanie Robinson, who is also the head writer on the show. Black woman mm-hmm. who's not only written for Atlanta, but she's written for What We Do in the Shadows and Fargo, and she's won mm-hmm. two Writer Guild, Guild Awards. So let's wow. give, let's shout out Stephanie Robinson. Fargo was dope. Yeah. Wow. All right. Shout out. Yeah. Black Girl Magic and all and Fargo, that. Fargo, and Fargo is the show that comes over right after. Yeah. Uh at least at least after I finish watching Atlanta, it's the one that's loading up next. Hmm. So Well, look at that. Um, so anyway, yeah, that shit was wild. All for it to just end up breaking down into the explanation of Van uh basically having I guess what Marquis called an identity crisis, right? Like yeah, I agree. Um I don't know. I mean, I think that's real too. So mm-hmm. You know, it was pretty. So, I mean, obviously, most average folk don't have the means and resources and support system to just pick up and go to Amsterdam and adapt a new identity. Literally, when they go through an identity crisis. But yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Marquis. You were going to say something. No, just to speak on that. Think about this. She didn't fit in at Atlanta because she was. She did speak German. She was biracial. She was going through her own shit. She probably didn't feel like she had an identity there. So when she went abroad, she tried to find herself. She completely adopted a whole new personality based on what she watched, which yeah. is fucking like it was genius. It was genius. She's fucking uh, Van is smart as fuck. She just doesn't know where she fits in. Earn and again, if you go back to the, ori- the original seasons, Earn even didn't know his way until he found what he's really good at, and that was managing paper paperboy. Yeah. Van yeah. just didn't find her way yet. Because he would have been the same thing, basically, on a on, on, um, path where to nowhere, smart as fuck. We don't know why he dropped out of school. Why, whatever happened to school, um, I forgot what university he went to, but he was at a major, major university. Ended up not going for some reason, smart as fuck, but off the beaten path and finally found his path. And I think that's the same thing with Van. She just never found her way. Yeah. 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 I, th- I think she's seen how everybody else was operating around her. And honestly, I go a little bit deeper. Like, you know, when you're a good mother, you know, whether you're with the the father or not, you have the kid with you majority of the time. Um, mm. And I think her going on that trip, she got lost into a whole totally different lifestyle. And um, I would, you know, I've seen some people online saying that, well, that's, you know, that's symptoms of being a bad parent. But I no. think. You know, she just she was just she was just such a mother, you know, for so long, and she got the opportunity to have some freedom. Let's, let's and she got a, she got attached to an identity that that really she was really interested in. She got lost in it. Let's get rid of the stigma that if if mothers take time away from their kids to do anything for themselves, that they're bad mothers. Can we get rid of that stigma in two thousand and twenty two? Right. Like, can women yeah, can take a break? Can women get get like go away for a second just to have some fucking time for them without being labeled as bad parents or somebody asking where is your kid? Mm. Can we can we get rid of that? 
And the mm-hmm. nerve, the, the nerve is, is is probably coming from the the women that's leaving their kids with they with their mothers for the weekend. Or that yeah, that grandma's yeah. raising their damn kids. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man, come on. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, yes, let's get rid of that stigma. But let's also be real. Most people cannot just up and go to another country and and ignore their parents' phone calls who are watching. No, well, this kids. is true. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that was like, a bit of a stretch yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. But also. Watch my kids for five minutes, so that's <laughs> my mother would have shown up. So. <laughs> Shout out to Ale- Alexander Skarsgård for his guest appearance on this. Yeah, that, man, listen, I any actor that can that can play a version of themselves and literally make fun of themselves is fucking awesome. And that shit well, was hilarious. That's a recurring theme too, right? Yeah. Like of the show, Liam Neeson and everything. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. what the fuck was the, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the metaphor for the hands, though. Oh, that yeah. was gross. That shit. Not fried yeah, hands. Know. Fried I'm hands. Not, I, I'm not putting no... First of all, I'm not eating anything and I can't see it. For real? Yeah. That shit's crazy, man. <laughs> I, I, I know there's a message there, but I, I didn't get that one. I'm like, where are we going with the hands? All right. Yeah. It wasn't just me. Okay. No, no it's not just hey, you. Later, later. When, it, when, it, when it gets too deep like that, bro, I do it just like I do Kendrick album. I go straight to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up with chick peeing on dude? He pee too much. Oh man! Did you, did you hear how long that stream was going? No, yeah, like how long he been holding that? He said I was holding for a while in the car. He's like, All right, let's get started. That's just crazy. Oh my god! I do yo, not have holding stream. Yo, 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 have some accountability though. Like, close your mouth, big dog. Move out the way at some point. Apparently, like, look, look at the um little you know set that he put down. The plastic probably got on a rug at that point. It was a stream. It was a fucking shower there. It was a fuck yo. It was an ocean just flowing there, yo. Yeah, just go move out the way and go take a real shower. <laughs> right. That's funny, man. That's people are weird as shit. Um, anything left on the episode of the season as a whole? No kink shame. I fucking love this show. <laughs> yo. No kink shaming word. <laughs> I love the show. I love how they, they the character development, how they focus on all the characters and have the um, episodes in between. But the highlights and remember, she you saw her lose identity when she stole um, whatever she stole and ended up at the hotel and kind of denied it and just disappeared. Like mm-hmm. you saw it coming, and that's why she was gone so long. But I love the character development and the redevelopment of all the characters. It's amazing to me. But yeah, I agree. The next the next half of the season has to be in Atlanta, where he goes back to home and they can tell him, you know, nigga, you ain't real. You know what I appreciate is that it makes you go and try to figure out what the episode is about. Mm. I'm glad mm. I'm glad that I don't know what's going on in every episode and it forces me to go learn some shit. Mm. That's what I like about it. Okay. The, the, the what we call random, I'm a creative person as well, especially when I'm off of edible. And well, I know you about, I be thinking about all kind of just crazy shit. So when I'm looking at these episodes, I'm like, this shit is phenomenal. I don't know what's going on, but it makes perfect sense. And then when I want to educate myself, I go to YouTube University. YouTube University, the Western philosopher. That's where I listen. I'm a whole professional paid photographer and videographer. And I learned from the University of YouTube. So shout out to YouTube. Yeah. We need to get paid off of that. I ain't gonna lie to you. You ain't said nothing but a word, brother. He said nothing but a word. All right. Anything left of this before we close it out? Anybody nah. recommend any other albums, any other music? Not until Friday. I, I would like to give credit to Mary for having me listen to Doja Cat's album because um, I was on an episode when I recorded it. I finally listened to it. And it's actually pretty dope. So shout out to you. All right. 
But that's it. Go ahead and give them your social media. Let's get the hell up out of here. I am tired with a T at the end, mm. but you can follow <laughs> me at Miss Mary Almonte on all social platforms. Um, follow Younger Moms. Big announcements for that coming soon. Right. And yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> right. I'll leave it at that. All right. Baylor? At Baylorism on TikTok, at Baylorism on Twitter, uh, Baylor the Great on IG, and that's it. Uh-huh. Yo, shout out to MC Search for um, giving, you know, real credit to that whole line that, Jada, that Jay-Z dropped where I paid Searchlight Publishing when he set, basically set Nas up to give him majority shares of ownership of his own shit. You know, that's, that's dope. White man still looking out for the brother. Mm. Shout out to Nas. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. Uh, you can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us a text and or voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And this week, we out. Peace, y'all. And that nigga who said Karis one album is whack. I'm coming for you, bro. It, it ain't over. Bro. It's never over. It ain't oh over. God. It ain't over. <laughs> it's been six months now. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. I wanna get blunted, my brother.